The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Spectrums, nurturing your inner being. Your hosts are Dee Lee and Lady J. In our program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. Did you know that you can have a direct effect on your environment and your connection with others? Find out more today. Here are your hosts, Dee Lee and Lady J. Welcome to our show, Mighty Spectrums, Nurturing Your Inner Being. My name is Dee Lee. As individuals, we are each a mighty gem made up of many individual facets. I'm honored to be here in our new show focus with my longtime friend and co-host, Lady J. We recently reconnected after 30 years. Although we have made a lot of different choices that have led us down a variety of paths to get where we are today, interestingly, we have ended up in a similar place of discovery and desire to share what we have and are learning. When we are requesting assistance from our higher universal connections, it helps to be able to stand our ground as we change our normal patterns we are using on each day. Usually, um, it starts with our inner soul that we have been getting to know more and more. What do you want showing up in your world each day? Words that echo our inner soul requests usually must be have to do with feeling happy, loved, secure, energized, and having a purpose so we feel our time is well used. In our show Mighty Spectrums, we are actively seeking inspirations and learning how to do our manual shift of ourselves into action and responsibility rather than being on momentary autopilot. We are learning how to turn on the powerful keys of G, go, grow, and glow, so you can embrace where you want to go, grow, and glow from inside to the outside of your world. Today, we are exploring the value of having a basic attitude of gratitude. The quality of our individual thinking must be realized as healing. Gratitude is likewise the finest purifier. When you have discovered and planted the seed of thought within yourself, It will radiate from within and be shared as part of all of your expressions. William A. Ward said, God gave you a gift of 86,400 seconds today. Have you used one of those seconds to say thank you? Another wisdom, Michael Josephson said, The world has enough beautiful mountains and meadows, spectacular skies and serene lakes. It has enough lush forests, flowered fields, and sandy beaches. It has plenty of stars and the promise of a new sunrise and sunset every day. What the world needs more of is people to appreciate and enjoy it. Most humans today live a normal life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright shiny objects that it can be hard to actually see what is in front of you. 
As a result, it's easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb about your life. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within all and the realities all around us for living a more joy-filled life. Oprah Winfrey said, every night list five things that you are grateful for. What it will begin to do is change your perspective of your day and your life. Keeping in mind that the feeling you're getting throughout your day, it will provide a check-in point as you go and will increase the chances you will find other things to savor. Watching people in the park, noticing rays of sunlight outside the window, It might seem like it is difficult to to consciously find things to savor, but you will likely find that once you start paying attention, they are everywhere around you. There is a powerful effect related to having a constant attitude of gratitude. It really raises the positive feelings that, that we have. The quality of the feeling gives off a vibration that is also useful to attract more of the same back to us. William Faulkner said, gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. It must be produced and discharged and used up in order to exist at all. Usually, there's a list of things that people come up with, and there are different patterns that affect different people in different ways, but there's some similarities. If you keep a a gratitude journal, especially uh, one that you carry with you or you have that you have as a a habit for yourself, either in the evening or first thing in the morning as an expectation for how you want your day to go, you can um, do this and remind yourself as you focus on these of the gifts, the grace, the benefits, and the good things you really can enjoy. Set Set aside time to do this, to either recall or to plan um, moments of gratitude, because if it's ordinary and as part of your your habit, your personal attitudes and your um, sense of relationship with other people will have a direct effect. And it's it's a, it's powerful because then you're interweaving it as a part of your sustainable life habits throughout your day. You can remember the. You know, basically what you want to do is be grateful in your current state. It is helpful to remember the hard times that you might have experienced. When you remember how difficult life used to be and how far you have come, you can actually have a specific contrast point within your mind. And it, it gives you a sense of being grateful for where you are at this point. So if you really think about this on a... Um, daily basis, you can also make it into a game for yourself. Um, You can uh, be practicing this and showing uh, ability to um, smile at someone. And and essentially, this also relates to how people respond. Through our senses, the ability to touch, see, smell, taste, and hear, we also have appreciation opportunities As being a human, we can be um, relating to these. When you look through the lens of gratitude, the human body is not only a miraculous construction, but it's also a gift. So when you use different uh, situations to remind yourself and keep on the mindful process of awareness and visual reminders, they are cues that can trigger our thoughts of gratitude. And the best visual reminders are other people. 
When you practice gratitude, um, it also increases the likelihood that an action will be executed. Um, an action being you ro- remind yourself in your thought that you're feeling good and you're able to then relate to it. When you write down your own gratitude as an expectation for yourself or a reminder, it could be as simply um, it could be as simple as I vow to count my blessings each day and put it around yourself, you know, in your car, in your wallet, um, around your computer, anywhere that you want to have something reminding you to um, pay attention. And as you're going through the motion, the emotion of gratitude should be triggered. Grateful motions include smiling, saying thank you, and writing letters of gratitude. If you think outside the box and get out of the being in overwhelm and on autopilot, you'll be able to flex your gratitude muscles and your situations and circumstances will have a direct effect. The um, Robert Emmons is the world's leading scientific expert on gratitude, and in a series of studies, he has found that people have a that keep a gratitude journal for three weeks actually report a lot of benefits. So, what are these? Some of these benefits he has found that they affect the physical, the psychological, and the social. Physically, uh, it helps to have a stronger immune system. More people are less bothered by aches and pains and have lower blood pressure. If you exercise more and take better care of your health, which is always what people are reminded to do, you'll find you sleep better and feel more refreshed upon awakening. From a psychological perspective, um, being in a sense of gratitude or keeping a journal um, helps to have a higher level of positive emotion. People are more alert and alive and awake. There's more joy and pleasure that they can find in in their um, environment or their relations. And they ultimately have a more sense of an optimistic, optimistic and happy attitude. From a social perspective, you feel more helpful and generous and compassionate. You're more forgiving and outgoing, and you might feel less lonely and isolated. The social benefits are especially significant here because, after all, gratitude is a social emotion. It is a relationship-strengthening emotion because it requires us to see how we've been supported and affirmed by other people. Indeed, this cuts to to the very heart of a definition of of gratitude, which really has two components. First, it's an affirmation of goodness. We affirm that there are good things in the world, gifts and benefits that we've received. This doesn't really mean that life is perfect. It doesn't ignore complaints or burdens and hassles. But when we look at life as a whole, all around us and within ourselves, gratitude encourages us to identify some amount of goodness in our life. The second part of gratitude is figuring out where that goodness comes from. We, we really recognize the source of this goodness as being outside of ourselves. It didn't see, stem from anything we necessarily did ourselves in which we might take pride. We can appreciate positive traits in ourselves, but I think the true gratitude involves a humble dependence on others. We acknowledge that other people or even higher powers 
if you have a spiritual mindset, gave us many gifts, big and small, and help us to achieve the goodness in our life. And Voskamp said, gratitude for the seemingly insignificant, a seed, this plants the giant miracle. So what really is gratitude? It's, it's really, um, from a research perspective, uh, it does have transformation uh, effects on people's lives. And there are some important reasons that you know this helps to uh, make a change in our life. It allows us. The first one is like to. It allows us to celebrate the present. It magnifies positive emotions. So research on emotions shows that positive emotions, you know, come and go. Our emotional system likes to have new input. It it likes change and novelty. We can adapt a positive life circumstance, but before too long, a new one will come up, and we are looking for the benefit of that newness. It's also allowing us to participate more in life. We notice that we feel better, and we celebrate, you know, when we celebrate this, we are going to be having different effects within ourselves and also with others around ourselves. Gratitude usually blocks toxic negative emotions, and we all have senses or emotions uh, sometimes around envy, resentment, or regrets, and they can really destroy our basic happiness. But there's recent evidence that shows that um, having you know this sense of added of gratitude can reduce uh, the frequency and any of the episodes of uh, depression. This really does make sense because you you can also sense that when you have a better feeling and if you're grateful in your basic day and process, that's what you're going to relate to. It also helps to have less stress by actually having a higher perspective and feeling better in yourself. People that have had a, a, a challenge like a serious trauma usually recover more quickly. I believe gratitude gives their, them a perspective that will actually interpret the negative events and help guard against you know, some of the stress and anxiety. People that are grateful also have a higher sense of self-worth. You know, that value of how you are as a person is very important for yourself to realize as each person, person is uh, valuable and responsible for where you are. Once you set the recognition of the, all the contributions around you and the value and the sense of appreciation, it does give you a baseline that really is very helpful. And um, one of these, you know, basically, you know, the gratitude really does have a self-serving bias because when we're grateful, we're giving credit to other people, not just to ourselves, for our state. And uh, it does you know, make you feel more in control of your environment. And sometimes you just need to, to be able to accept life and go for it. It'll shift, shift your focus. Um, here's a quote on gratitude by an unknown author, but it really incorporates a lot of the basics. Be great, be thankful. And so great, it's like having an attitude of gratitude is really being thankful. 
keeping it in simpler language, maybe. Be thankful that you don't already have everything you desire. If you did, what would there be to look forward to? Be thankful when you don't know something, for it gives you the opportunity to learn. Be thankful for the difficult times. During these times, you grow. Be thankful for your limitations because they give you opportunities for improvement. Be thankful for each new challenge because it will build your character and strength. Be thankful for your mistakes. They will teach you valuable lessons. Be thankful when you're tired and weary because it gives you it means you made a difference. It is easy to be thankful for the good things. A life of rich fulfillment comes to those who are also thankful for the setbacks. Gratitude can turn a negative into a positive. Find a way to be thankful for your troubles, and they can become your blessings. So it's an exercise focus and, and really uh, looking at how you talk with yourself, the words you use, the thoughts you have. And the more that you bring about good thoughts, the more practice and focus you have on your habits, it's a simple process of paying more attention and looking for ways to show appreciation as more things will show up. Um, when you give your attention to something that you really focus on, it will be uh, enlivening and also bring forward into your consciousness. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Amrita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. So, there you are again, facing a mountain of choices in the greeting card aisle. You have 10 minutes left of your lunch break, or maybe the family is waiting for your presence at the end of the day. Maybe you're even on your way to the celebration, and you still have to select a gift as well. Keep your collection gift cards to the rescue. Dozens of beautiful, thoughtful, spiritual keeper poems meant for perpetual inspiration and display. Start a collection for yourself or someone you love. Keeper Collection gift cards. Buy now. Be prepared. Exclusively at Spirit Wine Publication. Check it out at spiritwinepub.org. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. 
It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Spectrums. We're exploring the attitude of gratitude. How does language really create the mind? Language is really a most sophisticated cognitive skill that we have as and possess as humans. It, it really expresses the shapes and shapes our thought. It contains an implicit classification of experience and changes the neural pathways to the brain, thus changing our minds. The changing patterns occur through the use of sounds and symbols. It's a process like that of using metaphors. A metaphor finds connection between things in the mind, and as that happens, new connections enable the mind to see the world differently. In George Lakoff's In Metaphors We Live By, and Mark, um, it was George and Lakoff and Mark Johnson that have uh, commented on metaphors, they're saying they are pervasive in our everyday lives and influence not just language, but also our thoughts and actions. So as we go through this and think about what is gratitude and how does language uh, as a metaphor can be uh, making a change in our day and our expressions uh, from a language perspective. So when you think about what you, how you express yourself, uh, you can look at how you're using the language um, and you relate to the words that you use. So it's, it's a very interesting experiment that um, if you look at a common metaphor and think about how the um, analysis, you know, if we want to take a time to analyze um, we look at time is money, it permeates all of our realities. And if you look at uh, taking a look at, at how people comment on things like almost right like right, right off the cuff, like you're wasting my time, what does that mean? If you say this gadget will save you hours, how do you feel? I don't have the time to give you. And that's a, an effect when someone says that, how do you feel when you receive that? How do you spend your time these days? What is the cost of or that investment of time? Is it worth your well? If someone's living on borrowed time, how does that feel? Thank you for your time. When you get a thank you, how do, how do you feel when you get that thank you? Are you surprised? It's, a, it's really the language is an um, exchange. It's a gift. And it's really a resource. So when we... Um, think about it and use this as an opportunity to um, exchange in this level. It really has an effect on others, not just ourselves, but on others that we work with. 
Mandy Hale said, dance, smile, giggle, marvel, trust, hope, love, wish, believe. How do those words affect you? Enjoy every moment of the journey and appreciate where you are in this moment instead of always focusing on how far you don't you have to go. When we look at the communication style uh, and how we relate to other people, sometimes it can feel like a miracle. We should ponder and, and marvel what happens that there is a communication and when we exchange and have conversations, um, we're getting our active um, connection going. And when we create language that we both, as you yourself and the person you're relating to or the um, relating parties, um, the language is a use of terminology and phraseology. And it's also a way to share uh, a vision But when you reach out and connect, it really is inspirational. And writers often say they don't know what they think until they put pen to paper. Sometimes putting words on paper is very different sensory experience than sitting and relating to an email or a text. When you write a letter, it combines our desire to express what we think. And then you also are in your act of putting it into reality on your paper It's really a system of stimulating it back and feeding yourself a uh, sensory-related part when you write the words that summarize how you feel. And when you're summoning gratitude, um, it's really getting your life back into an open communication and a chance to relate to an activity that is kind of a lost art. So if you give a, a um, few minutes and sit and ponder, you know, in your day, write down in your journal, if you have a journal, or make up one um, in your mind at the end of the day so that you can recap. It makes you feel better and will actually give you a sense of accomplishment and true um, meaning for looking forward to the next day as well because it gives it's like a ripple effect and so email sometimes is helping us to stay in contact from a rapid fire um, moment but essentially if we take that concept of what you're doing and um, have it so that you try to use that as a basis point um, for connection it's summarizing, you know, what is it you're really doing? Steve Marble said, just an observation, it is impossible to be both grateful and depressed. Those with a grateful mindset tend to see the message in the mess. And even though life may knock them down, the grateful find reasons, if even small ones, to get up. So give honest and sincere appreciation. When you uh, take a chance to open yourself up to um, a an activity like writing a letter or writing a note, um, you're really giving yourself an opportunity to touch that part of you that might not be awake and or um, having uh, a sense of the appreciation. So it's really, it's, it's a mark of a true professional to become skilled at writing thank you notes. And it shows the due diligence of yourself also having appreciation um, in, a, in a basic 
comfort of business etiquette and or personal etiquette. It's a dying art, and so it's worse. It's it's useful to actually learn the art and empower yourself when you exchange this. Steve Marble said another um, wisdom, although time seems to fly, it never travels faster than one day at a time. Each day is a new opportunity to live your life to the fullest. In each waking day, you will find scores of blessings and opportunities for positive change. Do not let your date today be stolen by the unchangeable past or the infinite future. Today is a new day, and enjoy this moment. The moment is all that you have. It is only in this moment that life happens. Treasure it, bless it, thank it, and live it. Live it fully, regardless of what you're doing. And as we have commented in the past, Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. We suggest you start the journey now. And with that, we're going to connect on over to Lady J and share her moments and thoughts of the attitude of gratitude. Hi, Denise, and thank you very much. I have a very special did you know this morning, so I'm going to get right into it. It's a little bit longer, but it's very fascinating. Did you know our heart is not a pump? In 1932, blood was filmed in the very early embryo, circulating in self-propelled mode in spiraling streams before the heart was functioning. In 1920, in Switzerland, it had been pointed out in lectures to medical doctors that the heart was not a pump forcing inert blood to move by pump pressure, but that the blood was propelled with its own biological momentum, as can be seen in the embryo, and that the heart boosts momenta to the major organs of the lungs and the brain. It was also stated that the pressure, the pulse, does not cause the blood to circulate, but is caused by the interruptions of the circulation through the boost. The accepted theory of pressure propulsion accepts that the heart, an organ weighing about two-thirds of a pound, is supposed to pump some 8,000 liters, that's 2,113 gallons of blood, per day at rest, and much more during activity without fatigue. In terms of capillary flow, according to the commonly understood principle of pressure propulsion, the heart is performing an even more prodigious act of forcing the blood, which is five times thicker than that of water, through millions of capillaries with diameters often smaller than the red blood cells themselves. This misunderstood work of the heart generating the perpetual and required Required excessive pressure so that sufficient pressure remains at the remote capillaries in terms of mechanical work represents the lifting of approximately 100 pounds one mile high. The Medical Society has not made the necessary changes as of yet to reflect their processes through this adjusted information on the heart because of the enormous cost to the required documented and proven tests, the time it would take, and the changing of generations of textbooks, schooling, and all other factors which would ensue. For my fellow knowledge buffs, there is a link to this complete and outstanding article in this show's text on my corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com. Oh my gosh, I have had an interesting week. So let me alert you once again that to choose loyalty, diligence, and sincerity to the path of right living is to invite gales of circumstances as your boot camp training ground. 
Without such opportunities of battle, how will your new skills grow, and how would you know your prowess as a warrior, as a soldier? The principles never fail you. There may be periods of calm, peace, and joy, causing one to exhale deeply in the premise of, I have arrived, but that in itself is a warning, a reminder to the sincere student to return to the gates, for you must ever be on guard. That doesn't mean to live with an element of fear or impending doom, but in preparedness, it means always to inspect your armor in meditation before facing each new day, for the days are intended as your battleground, and the enemy always lurks. I speak of this to you now, having just experienced a week of hurricane of circumstances, which served to show me the level of my endurance in battle. It resulted in a breakdown of my armor as the onslaught perpetuated incessantly from all sides. I recognized the reality of the importance of inspecting my armor not only before facing each day, but indeed to remain sensitive to the warnings from the soul to do so before attempting resolve of specific circumstances throughout the day. Oh my gosh, is that ever important, I discovered. And yet, though I felt I had failed in any test of my prowess, I knew by now how to gather my wounded self, how to get centered again on the right, and cancel the damage done in thought, word, and irritation. The usual hounds of hell breathing down my neck was abated, and I had to choose to move on past my shame and self-deflation, for it is just that, the past which served its purpose as much was learned from it, strengthening me for future advances of the enemy. Thus was the battle a proven success, and only gratitude for the opportunity for growth will solidify the skills and lessons learned from it. The principle of release and repair acts identically in every circumstance and under every condition. When one attempts to share what they've learned about the self-proven infallibility of the principles, they will inevitably come under special attack as a magnet to those gales of circumstances. Thus, the fall from grace we've all witnessed of men of God. When one is identified as a teacher or leader in such a divine field of battle, they must be kept encircled in prayer and thoughts of courage, strength, and wisdom as the rivets in their armor. It is written that to be the attacker of such a teacher, the full force of that transgression will be felt before sleep. It is also written, it is a joy to know that our apparatus needs restoration of energy. The fatigue from the past is happiness for the future. Thus, through gratitude for the training ground, the principle of gratitude transforms it to a garden of opportunities. Perhaps that tidbit perfectly prepared your spirit for this week's Principle on Gratitude. (laughs) Albert Schweitzer stated, To educate yourself for the feeling of gratitude means to take nothing for granted, but to always seek out and value the kind that will stand behind the action. Nothing that is done for you is a matter of course. Everything originates in a will for the good, which is directed at you. Train yourself never to put off the word or action for the expression of gratitude. In one of my favorite books, Agni Yoga, it states, Gratitude is likewise the finest purifier of the organism. 
He who has found the seed and realized the care of the sender can project gratitude into space. Great is the healing power of the emission of gratitude. But let me expound on this profound statement. For the one who has evolved in his podfeg spiritual path and can recognize the hand of God upon his circumstances, however they appear as pleasant or not, and cannot but exuberantly project gratitude. It flies along the acacia, the manifesting substance we previously spoke about, into the cosmos. The cosmos is the perpetual, inescapable, vibrant energies which affect all planets and mankind. Without these energies, we are nothing. As the power of gratitude fills and fuels those energies, they reflect down upon all mankind and our planet. Nothing escapes the all-encompassing blessing and results. All this from one grateful soul. Folks, it is time for us to stop and listen to this valuable commercial, but hurry back. Awesome stuff ahead. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com So, there you are again, facing a mountain of choices in the greeting card aisle. You have 10 minutes left of your lunch break, or maybe the family is waiting for your presence at the end of the day. Maybe you're even on your way to the celebration, and you still have to select a gift as well. Keeper Collection Gift Cards to the Rescue. Dozens of beautiful, thoughtful, spiritual keeper poems meant for perpetual inspiration and display. Start a collection for yourself or someone you love. Keeper Collection gift cards. Buy now. Be prepared. Exclusively at Spirit Wine Publication. Check it out at spiritwinepub.org. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. Amrita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. 
That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. I came across this article which originally appeared on GoodNet. The link is in the text on my website. Here are a few of their tips on training for gratitude. The effects of gratitude last longer than you think. Feeling and expressing gratitude can make you happy in the moment, and a growing amount of evidence shows that giving thanks can also have a lasting effect on your mood. One study from the University of Pennsylvania found that people who wrote and delivered a heartfelt thank you letter actually felt happier for a full month after, and the same researchers discovered that writing down three positive events each day for a week kept happiness levels high for up to six months. By writing down positive things that happen to you and actively acknowledging those who have helped you, you become better at recognizing the good in your life, which naturally helps you feel more grateful and thankful more often. The folks who kept gratitude journals exercised more regularly, reported fewer physical symptoms, felt better about their lives as a whole, and were generally more optimistic. Start a blessing hunting diary. Here is a short poem I wrote in 2009 to help me get back on track after a bout with PTSD. It is called Blessing Hunting. There was a time my heart was dead and just terror dwelled inside. The years of betrayal, deceit, and sin no longer could I hide. It robbed me of the joy meant mine. It blinded me to love and stole my mind intended sound from the Father up above. He had tried and tried to get my attention, ached for my return, but ignorance reigned deep inside, and Satan's way I'd yearn. No holy one to pattern myself, I turned to those worldly renowned. As more and more thoughts slipped away, to hell I was abound. But once upon a moment, a joy glimmer struck my heart, I recognized it from before, knew more I must impart. I set my course to search for more, without it I was nothing. More glimmers daily filled my bag as I went blessing hunting. So vital to my renovation, I dug and scratched for more. More glimmers of joy to fill the scars of this soul so badly tore. I slowly saw the miracles in each and every tree and leaf, and in each face and soul I met, till I finally had relief. Somewhere in the process of restoration, the Lord revealed Himself. He took me by the hand and gently drew me off the shelf. Day after day He strengthened me, brought back what I'd been wanting. Now my life is flipped side from before, but I still go blessing hunting. Of course, the actual goal isn't to have a notebook full of your declarations of gratitude, but rather to make gratitude a default feeling. Train your brain for gratitude. Whether or not these attitudes come to you naturally, paying attention to life's positive can train you to see more and more of them, which will help you learn to be more grateful. Start today. Even a single act of kindness can go a long way. Scientists found that a one-time act of thoughtful gratitude produced an immediate 10% increase in happiness and 35% reduction in depressive symptoms. The happy effects disappeared within three to six months, which shows that gratitude is an act to be repeated again and again. 
It's never too early to start practicing gratitude. Psychologist and researcher Jeffrey Froh created and implemented a gratitude curriculum for kids aged 8 to 11. The youngsters who received the lessons showed an increase in grateful thinking, appreciation, and positive emotions as compared to their classmates who did not partake. The lessons had a long-lasting effect with differences between the two groups at their greatest five months after the program. Lead by example and introduce the concept of gratitude to young people around you. At your next meal where kids are present, go around the table and say something that each person is thankful for. We'll bet the answers will move you. And gratitude can boost a romantic relationship. While being grateful is good for you, being on the receiving end of it can do wonders for your romantic relationships. And saying thank you is good for business. Acknowledge a colleague for their professional contributions with a genuine heartfelt thank you. If you are in a supervisory position, expressing your thanks for a job well done can make your employees feel a strong sense of self-worth and confidence. The study also revealed that being grateful has a ripple effect leading to an increase in trust between colleagues and more initiative to help one another out. Also in the text of this show, on my corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, you will see a picture of a frozen water crystal that was subjected to the words gratitude and love. It is of great splendor. When the current research into the memory of water is examined in the light of the ageless wisdom teachings, we are reminded of the great occult maxim, as above, so below. For related to the memory of water and the bloodstream is the whole memory of nature. One of the most intriguing studies including gratitude with its demonstrations of the purported effect of human thoughts and emotions on water were initiated by Masaru Emoto, a Japanese scientist and author who had exposed water in glasses to different words pictures, or music. He would then freeze the water and examine the aesthetics of the resulting crystals with microscopic photography. Dr. Emoto claims that the resulting water crystals will be beautiful or ugly depending upon whether the words or thoughts were positive or negative. If corroborated by mainstream science, this would be a powerful testimony to a plan of love and light based on divine geometry, as represented in the picture. Its immediate effect is to serve as a reminder of the responsibility we have for our thoughts. Now listen to this next statement. It's profound. Through the practice of self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech, a redemptive geometricizing power obtains unimpeded access to the watery nature of the bloodstream. Thus is created a vessel meet for the master's use. As we are often reminded by ageless wisdom teacher, the Tibetan, the blood is the life, and through it, the living Christ steadily reveals himself and pours his blessing on the world. Another article I came across also on gratitude and thanksgiving is Gracing the Melody of Life. The discipline of gratitude is surely one that all people can recall from even the earliest age. For parents the world over are known to instruct their children to say thank you for gifts and favors received. 
indeed the parent-child interaction that sounds something like, what do you say? Thank you, is perhaps a universal experience. Stop and picture all the parents, those little faces, and all languages all saying that at the same time. <laughs> Gratitude, the feeling of thankful appreciation for benefits received, is an expression of the soul, the spark of divinity within each person. To offer gratitude is, in reality, to recognize that inner spark of divinity in our fellow human being and affirm its presence within oneself. Clearly, contemporary feasts of thanksgiving have their roots in ancient times, for the qualities of gratitude and thankfulness are ageless expressions of the soul of humanity. Giving thanks is also a healing act. Healing in its original sense of making whole, because gratitude reconnects us with the wider whole of which each of us is a tiny but significant aspect. Most people can probably recall special moments when they felt the uplifting and deeply reassuring energy of grace, whether induced through interaction with a revered individual or deeply loved friend or relation by witnessing indescribably beautiful scenery, or perhaps through hearing a sublime passage of music, experiencing the touch of grace is another of life's universally shared moments. In music, a grace note is one added for creative embellishment, and the phrase, to grace a melody, describes its role. Yet this phrase carries a deeper meaning that is applicable to qualities such as gratitude and thankfulness, which do indeed grace the melody of life. Goodwill is both the mother of gratitude and its child. No heart can be uplifted in thanks except it be imbued with goodwill, and no true thanksgiving can fail to awaken goodwill. In an Ageless Wisdom article called Service in a Changing World, they speak of the Great Invocation as a world prayer which has been in use for over 55 years and is now translated into almost 70 languages. Its extraordinary appeal seems to lie in the fact that it speaks to a universal spiritual urge in every human soul for light to illumine the way forward for love to bridge differences and create the human unity essential for the reappearance of the world teacher known to Christians as the Christ, for purpose to guide human wills in their plans and goals, and for the working out of the divine plan on earth. Vivica Chi claims it cannot but lead to a sublime state of gratitude. Regardless of race, culture, religion, or social status, these hopes are universal to all human beings of goodwill, even as the great invocation makes its appeal according to the spiritual comprehension of the individual. Some people use the invocation as a prayer to God transcendent, God the Father, the cause of all creation yet above and apart from it. Others work with the great invocation as a meditation exercise, employing visualization techniques to plumb the deeper implications behind the words, words which encompass seven basic thought forms or concepts. Through this approach, God immanent, the fragment of divinity within the human soul, is recognized. And there is still another level on which the great invocation is used, that of the spiritual hierarchy, those who have mastered the world of human life, 
and who now stand behind human affairs and stimulate human evolution through the responsiveness of those servers who are committed to world betterment. One reason for the potency of the Great Invocation is that it stimulates that which is highest and best in every human being. Rather than attacking the evil in the world, it seeks to mobilize human goodness in the urge to goodwill, sharing, and the establishment of true peace. I read it to you now, but you may copy it from the text of this show on my corporate website, amritinnicolemarketing.com. The Great Invocation From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all the little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out. And may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light, love, and power restore God's plan on earth. If we visualize the traditional Thanksgiving scene, where the family has gathered in thankfulness for the bounty of the harvest, we see the spontaneous and natural sharing of the gift of abundance which has been bestowed. Gratitude spiritually expressed results in sharing, and it will be in the gathering of the human race around the table of economic prosperity to share in the abundance of the world harvest that world peace will be found. In the writings of Alice Bailey, gratitude is spoken of as being deeply scientific in nature and as being related to the law of cause and effect, and one reason why it can be proclaimed as the adamant of existence. All genuine demonstrations of gratitude are rooted in love and conveyed through the heart. Gratitude is associated with contentment and understanding. Here are some ponderous tidbits about gratitude. Gratitude of appreciation for each moment of life and the ability to strive for full expression in itself might hopefully lead to the desire to make a fuller contribution and to develop the faculties through full exercise of opportunity. Gratitude is the heart of prayer. Thus, gratitude is the key to any spiritual action because it leads us to treat every moment or situation as a gift which we welcome as fair and appropriate or because we have an opportunity to respond creatively to need. Gratitude and joy, being qualities of the eternal soul, transcend time and place altogether. Such qualities as these are an indication of essential truth emerging from an ephemeral world of illusion. A search of the internet easily identifies close to a half a million references to gratitude. Numerous books have been written on the subject of thanksgiving and the power it has to transform lives. Thanksgiving and gratitude are also the theme of lectures and sermons everywhere. For those who are dealing with the challenges of substance abuse, gratitude has long been seen as a vital tool in recovery. Narcotics and Alcoholics Anonymous routinely hold gratitude meetings to focus on the gifts we have been given rather than bemoaning what we do not have, for ingratitude constitutes sinking into darkness.
This is Belle Lady J with Warm Regards. We're delighted you joined us on Mighty Spectrums on Voice America. You will find a transcript of today's Principle of Gratitude Attitude, along with his audio and other blessings, on my corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com. There is also, with the text, a poem I coincidentally wrote exactly 11 years ago today. Not surprisingly, it's called An Attitude of Gratitude. (laughs) I will be sharing the principle of cause and effect next week. I send you off to a peaceful weekend with this nugget of wisdom from Dili. Look closely at your daily moments. Be aware of what is really there. Abundance and hope show up without a sound. Smile and pass it on. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. 